Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Alright, what's up everyone? <laughs> Today we're going to have a little... <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing? Hello. Alright, today we're going to have a little chit-chat about the love languages, right? Yes. Which I'm pretty sure everybody knows what they are, but if not, we'll just briefly touch on them. Let me give this its due respect as well. There's a book called The Five Love Languages, and the author is... Do you know the author off the top of your head? Oh, no. Author is Gary Chapman. Okay. Oh, Gary. Yeah, I he did a great job with that one. That one. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I don't know like I don't know him as an author, but I know, Do you know it helped a, us a lot. A no. No. Okay. Well, anyways, so five love with five love languages. Mm-hmm. You want to go? Can you tell me what? Okay. Um, we've got gifts. Hello. Receiving we've got, gifts. So not giving gifts, but receiving. Okay. Well, we haven't gotten into all that. There's like love <laughs> languages, like receiving and, you know, love languages that what like on the other end. Right. Or is there not maybe in the book it? it goes into it, but yeah, giving gifts or receiving gifts. Sorry. Receiving gifts is one. So this is like how you receive love five love languages mm-hmm. for you. So how you receive them. Um, Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. Quality time. Quality so time. like you feel most loved when you get quality time with someone. Um, acts of service. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And we've got physical touch. Physical touch, baby. Yes. Yeah, so that, I mean, this book, it's been around for a little while. If you haven't read it, I would definitely recommend reading Highly it. Highly recommend. It's, it's really a, uh, I would say it's a fundamental piece, fundamental piece of our, like the way that we approach relationship, love, and yes. like how we interact to, I, I think the, the image that helps me the most is like envisioning these buckets. Like each person has all five, five buckets. buckets. Yes. And, and so like, you receive love in each of these different ways, Mm -hmm. but you know, one person's going to have, you know, a bigger bucket to fill for physical touch than maybe your partner Mm -hmm. whose primary love language is acts of service or whatever it is. Yeah. So each one of these buckets has to get filled, but the amount of filling for them is going to be different depending on the person. Like you have a main one and then one at the bottom that you just kind of don't care for. And, We'll tell you ours just because it was really funny when we first, I think we listened to the CD actually in the car mm. like we, when we lived in California, but it was like literally life changing and we'd heard so much about it, but it genuinely has helped our marriage so, so much. So, and then there's one for kids. There's one, f- ones for, I don't know it. yeah, just like different relationships, kind of like the Enneagram, how it's like you know, understanding your kid's person, understanding your spouse's person, like it goes into it. So for the five love languages, it's, it's a pretty extensive book, but it's such an easy read or easy listen because it's so interesting. Um, and you're like thinking about yours and thinking about your partners and how they go together. And so when we first listened to it, um, it was really funny because ours ended up being, the complete opposite and we're like oh that makes a lot of sense um and so seth's number one and i don't really know the order like in between i just remember we have the opposite number one and number five so yours is acts of service Mm -hmm. is number one and that was my number five like not a priority (laughs) and for him it's everything. And then words of affirmation was number one for me. In my last. And his last, like, whatever. So it just made so much sense. Even being aware, like, take away the tools and all that kind of stuff. It was like even knowing that he will feel most loved mm-hmm. when I'm, like, 
and not even necessarily like serving him, but like, um, doing things. Well, it, it indirectly does serve him, but like, if I just like think essentially outside of the box, because again, that's my number five. So like naturally I'm not thinking about the things that need to be done that would like make him happy. So like, I'm more like, oh, let me just tell you how much I love you and how wonderful you are and how special you are. But like, and that's important, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to go super far as, you know, if I were to like clean up the entire house and do the laundry and do the dishes and so he doesn't have to do the dishes or like thinking of him in those other ways, it's like, oh my gosh, that's, he's going to feel more loved than he would even though for me acts of service it's like you can do all that but like at the end of the day all I want you to do is just tell me how much you love me just like tell me why and even sometimes when he's like (laughs) I love you so much I'm like why like what what about it it's just like that fills my cup you know and I think you said it but it's natural that we we like to give love the way that we receive love because that's yeah. what's most familiar to us. Totally. So like for me, it's so easy to display Serve. acts of service to Jackie because that's like how I think in terms of yeah. love language. That's my number one. So I'm constantly cleaning up, yeah, putting things away, doing the dishes, like whatever house little house chores I can think of. That's like a no-brainer to mm-hmm. me. But it took me a long time, <laughs> actually... I, I forget who it was. We were in a we were in the car though. I mm-hmm. think I do. I remember now. I'm not gonna say names to. <laughs> do you remember this conversation? Well, I have no we idea. We were coming back from this church service. We had a girl come stay with oh us. Oh my gosh, I remember. You do. I sure do. And we were Already. coming back, and we were talking about this topic. From I think somehow it was brought up in church. <laughs> And I was just like, yeah, I don't know that I really believe in the whole five love languages. And I hadn't really, I hadn't done my research on it or read it, whatever. And it was just like, I I just felt like you just kind of know what you know. Uh-huh. And you, you figure it out and make it work. And I was so I- ignorant. But Jackie and this other girl, when I said that, they both just flipped on me. And I was like. Okay, you act like we yelled at you or something. You didn't yell at me, but it It was was, just We were just passionate about it. Yeah, very passionate, and I was just like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, because it's so important. It's so helpful. It is, and then I read the book, and then I started putting it into practice, and I can really, like, I I could really see the benefit and the fruit of it after doing it, and it was, I think that was the thing I was most surprised about, though, is it was a, it was a lot more work than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Because, again, for me, acts of service comes so naturally. Words of affirmation. I literally, my way of doing words of affirmation for Jackie is I have to write her a note or a card because it's it takes that much intentionality for me to, like, actually come up with words to, like, mm-hmm. to where I don't feel like I'm just talking out of my butt and be like, yeah. oh, you're so pretty and all this other, like, fluff stuff. It's like... If I really need to be intentional with it, I'm going to have to sit down and, like, think it out and write it out. Yeah. And that's how I am even with, like, cards, any cards. When I I first met him, I was like, (laughs) I mean, he would, before he would call someone, he would literally plan out a voicemail just in case they didn't answer the phone. And I was like, bro, this is too much. But, like, that is how he operates. That's how he works. So, like, for me, I'm like... I used to, not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. I, well, well with cards. cards though, I'll still, <laughs> I'll still write out the card. You would before like type I write it, it out in pen because oh gosh, I just yeah. feel like. And I'm so like, let it flow to me, like whatever. And still, like he'll be like people out there in school. <laughs> shout out, right? <laughs> oh, sorry. Just the the amount of times I needed an eraser, I'd have to write in pencil. If I write in pen, I'm either crossing something out, yeah, or. That's, that's funny. why that's another main reason why I write out my my letters before I write them in pen. Yeah. No, I and that's just an example of like how easy it comes for me where it's my number one. Yeah. I'm just 
I could never. I'm like, what am I feeling in the moment? How can I build this person up and make them feel special and stuff like that? And so um, I think there was a huge disconnect for us just because, you know, I could come to Seth and be like, I just don't feel loved. And he'd be like, what? Like, I'm doing so much for you. Like, I'm doing all these things. Like, how in the world can you not see? And even having kids and all that kind of stuff. Like, he's so hands-on. He's so helpful. He's so, like, servant-hearted, which I love about him. And I do appreciate. Like, I, I'm sure I take it for granted sometimes, but I really do try not to because he is so, like, I'm so thankful for the way that he is. Um, I think it also helps you to like appreciate, you know, knowing that's how he loves. I'm like, oh, he is loving me. Like, that's just the way that he operates. Um, so I'm way less like, you know, my go-to isn't like, I don't feel loved. It's like, I would love my buckets to be filled a little bit more. Um, and same with him. It's like, if he were like, oh, Jackie, <laughs> like, do you love me? Like, do you? And I'm like, oh. Of course I do, but I could just be telling him and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, I'm not, I, what have I done? What things have I done for him that are like not supernatural to me, you know, whatever. Um, and an example, it's funny because I remember like anything he says about me, like physically, like if he were like, I would think it would be so cool and beautiful if you shaved half of your head I would literally do it in a heartbeat because I'm like whatever you say whatever you want whatever you think it's at the top of my list like I will do I want to you know that affirming the the words like anything he says about me I'm like okay if I were to say that to him he like it it just way less I'm like doesn't it matter that I'm telling you like I love you know, whatever, your hair, your beard this way, your whatever. But he, it's just like, not that much. And I'll never forget. I straight up asked him one time. I was like, doesn't it like, isn't it enough that I'm telling you, like, I love this. And he was like, not really, you know? And it was like, okay. So it's really been helpful for like, just the way we operate. And even still to this day, like I have to be mindful, like I don't make the bed for me. I make it for him. One million percent. When I do make the bed, <laughs> like I don't clean the bathroom. I, anything I do is like with him in mind because it just does not come naturally to me. I'm not thinking about it, but because I love him, it makes me really happy knowing like, oh, he's going to appreciate this. He's going to feel loved. He's going to feel thankful. So like, let me do this. And that's like the love in action part of it where it's like, yeah, I, I don't really, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, I need to make the bed in order to feel good in the morning. Like, no, it does feel good, but. That's so interesting that you said that though. Cause I'm thinking about like you, you just said, I don't, the things that I do, I don't do it thinking or I do it thinking about you. Mm -hmm. So you're not really totally. thinking about it for yourself. Whereas I'm the, I'm the opposite the things that I do. I'm thinking about doing it for a purpose, but mm -hmm. the things that I say yeah, are more hap for me, <clears throat> excuse me, are more happenstance or it, yeah, it's just like less, yeah, less thought out. It's just like a reaction as mm -hmm. opposed to like a response. Mm. And so I don't know. It's like, I've never thought of it that we're living life differently from that, those viewpoints. And totally. it would be, it would be really beneficial for me to start also like living with the same purpose that I put into the activities that I do. Yeah. Putting the same purpose into, into the things that I'm saying. And I mean, there's so many biblical contexts yeah. of the power of your words and the importance of, yeah. of, uh, you know, doing like what you speak and, yeah. and being a man or a woman of your word. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sometimes why I can undervalue Mm -hmm. words of affirmation because so many people say stuff that they don't follow through yeah. with. But it's just that's an I've never thought of that pers like life perspective the way that you go about life. Mm -hmm. You're more focused on like the things that you say and the way that that makes people feel. Or mm -hmm. I'm more focused on the things that I do and the way that that mm -hmm. makes people feel. Mm -hmm. 
and and this is and it like, comes so much easier and it it does but i'm also reminded like this is exactly why we're having this podcast because i feel like everything we talk about again we're trying to be real with it and it's yeah. real time like we're in the middle of mm-hmm. of XYZ. it's like helpful for us or it's something that we need to work through <laughs> yeah like this is therapy for us in itself and so like i'm just reminded again of the importance of love language but it's not it, it's just a it's such a deeper mm-hmm. like a deeper thing that when you actually put it in practice I really think that you're going to start to see the well, fruit you of do. it. You totally do. You absolutely do. Yeah. But it's just like, even talking about it right now, it's like, wow. I, yeah. I'm realizing I, I don't do these things. Like as, as much as I know Jackie's number one love language is words of affirmation, I still struggle with it just as, mm-hmm. you know, almost just as much as when, when I first started like learning about it. And it's just a, a constant reminder that for Jackie to feel fully loved i really have to prioritize words of affirmation mm-hmm. and 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 the other stuff yeah that one specifically has to get you know the most attention of all of them yeah and, and so, it's funny because i feel like in society today there's so many like it's it's so you know everybody's like oh my love language is flowers and coffee and my love language is like trips and all that kind of stuff but when you think about it there's like still a root to those things so like for me, I, you know, I've even said it before. I'm sure like my love language is like coffee. Just, I love coffee so much. And if he gets me a coffee, it's like, but at the end of the day, that's acts of service or, you know, gifts or whatever. It's like, you're thinking of me or especially when there's like a little post-it note on it, like (laughs) sometimes in the morning he'll bring me coffee and like roll up a little note. And it's just like, like literally I love it more than anything. And so there's a route to like, and it's interesting to really figure out like what your love language is. And then so many things make sense too. There's a quiz, right? Am I making that? Yes. Okay. There is kind of like a personality quiz. Like you can just do it online for free. Um, That would be another good way to do like a litmus test for it is if you were voided one of those things, mm -hmm. which would be most impactful to you or like which would you recognize first yeah. as lacking so mm. like physical touch like if if you didn't receive physical touch for mm-hmm. a long period of time how would that affect you compared yeah. to acts of service you know yeah. words of affirmation you know like yeah and thinking of it from that point of view but there's definitely a test online yeah so. and they all will affect you at some like right. even acts of service even though it's my last one like I eventually, like, if he never served in any kind of way like that, then, yeah, I I would notice it and all that kind of stuff. So it's not to say that there's one that's just completely pointless because they all matter. And he kind of goes into it in in the book, but it does make sense. But it is just where the, like, work portion, there's so many ways that, Mm. like, the work portion of commit the commitment comes in um but this is just one of them it's like okay i i have to keep in mind his love language like i i have to keep it in mind in order to love him well in order to be you know a a decent spouse in order to um be doing well like in order for it to be healthy like i do have to consider the way that he receives love, love because I can love him all day long in my ways and think I'm doing a good job. But like, and there's been many times that we've had conversations where like, it's like, what can I do better? What can I, you know, what am I doing well? And what can I do better? Um, and sometimes it's shocking. Cause you're like, okay, well I thought I was doing a really good job, but like you're empty over here. And if you don't, have those conversations if you don't keep in mind, you know, like, okay, it does take work and it does take intentionality and effort that like, you can't just like live every day and just hope they're feeling loved. It's like, no, it takes a lot of work. So the love language is really, it helps to kind of be able to mentally check off like, okay, am I doing well in this area? Like, or my bathroom, for example, it'll be, 
messy and like we have separate sinks <laughs> and it's funny it's not funny i'm sure sometimes i will use his sink because mine gets so messy and then it just defeats the purpose of having two different sinks but even still like keeping a clean like atmosphere sometimes it'll be you know four days before i've even like cleared off my countertop and in my mind it's like I literally could leave this for another month. I just don't care. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It's way easier for me to just have the things that I use every day out. But like, you know, this is going to bother Seth. Not even like, oh, he'll feel so loved if I put this away. It's like, this is also like affecting him if I just leave this here. So that is the part where it's like, okay, you know, relationships, they, they have to be selfless and it's not all about you. And I can't sit and be like, but I've written you so many letters and I've told you how much I love you. It's like, mm -hmm. if it doesn't, if that's not it, if that's not cutting it for your spouse or your partner, whatever, like you got to switch things up and that's just love. It is what it is. You know? Hey guys, just want to take a quick second here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by cozy earth. Cozy Earth is a company that produces bedding, towels, um, loungewear, pajamas. I personally have been wearing their men's pajamas now for over the past month, and I gotta say that they are n my new favorite set of PJs. Mm -hmm. um, very comfortable. I love how they're, it's a t-shirt and pants. They're fitted, not too fitted, but um, breathable and it, I just feel right wearing a matching set of PJs around the house. <laughs> yeah. No, they're absolutely amazing. They're made from the softest viscose from bamboo. It literally feels like a heavenly, breathable, kind of like thin. I don't know. It, it's magical. Feels incredible. Side note for Mother's Day would be the absolute perfect gift. I personally love wearing actual pajamas. Like I used to wear a t-shirt to bed and I feel like yeah there's just something about a matching set so it's an elevated game yes we have a wonderful code for you guys it's 35 percent off using code never tmi so definitely take advantage their bedding is incredibly soft again the loungewear the pjs they have so many different styles for men and women so definitely jump on that code is 35 percent off never tmi happy shopping yeah and Obviously, those are like very broad topics, mm -hmm. but to be successful or for it to work for you in your relationship, mm -hmm. it, you really have to learn the, like the, uh, the personal, like, like buttons, like what presses Jackie's buttons. Yeah. Because like, you know, words of affirmation, she, I could talk about how beautiful she is all the time. And that might not, like, fill mm -hmm. her bucket. Mm -hmm. But, like, maybe talking about her as a mother or, mm -hmm. like, you know, her as a, a woman or in her business life or, like, whatever it is. And I'm just, this is an example. No, yeah, absolutely. But, like, I could, I could think that I'm doing one thing and trying to do it well. Even, like, acts of service. I mm -hmm. could think that I'm serving if acts of service was Jackie's number one. And it, this is the easiest for me to just... Yeah. Use an example. If Jackie's acts, if Jackie's number one love language was acts of service, and I think that cleaning the house for her is her, that just turns her on. But in reality, <laughs> which is unfortunately, <laughs> I feel like acts of service. I'm like clean, just clean, keep it clean, and he'll be happy. But acts of service could be making dinner, yeah, or like I don't know, doing doing other things other than just like give me some more examples here. <laughs> making dinner or what else no, no, do you I'm, think this is this is just a, an example I'm yes. not saying it, it is for me but like even within each category there's so many different aspects of that category mm -hmm. that i don't know some, or thinking of some, like washing the car getting the car washed or checking something off of his list that Mm, you might have example. like he might have on his list and i remember i like had taken one thing and put it on my list that was on his list so i was like he's clearly overwhelmed with like the amount of things he has to do and it was nothing for me it wasn't like whatever it was just like i'm sure this would be helpful if i did this so let me write this down and see if i can do it for him and 
he like I remember he pointed it out and was like wait why do you have that on your list oh my gosh okay though like whatever it did something for him um because I feel like the and I, I know this from personal experience it's like when I do the same things for you over and over I gets old or it gets underappreciated. It gets underappreciated. Yeah. It's like if I if I know that you love coffee and a note, and I'm bringing you a coffee, coffee and, and a note, note, coffee and a note, yeah. every day. Or well, it's time. also because I know you, and you're such a checklist person, right? So like he'll have an alarm, and it's like, and that yeah, bring Jackie coffee and write her a note, and I'm like, okay, what <laughs> like it it makes a difference when cuz yeah i'm 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 positive if i were just to like keep the bathroom clean after 2 weeks you'd be like good for you awesome this is great <laughs> but like is there anything else so like it does like the little the the unique thing it, it and again that's where it takes work cuz it's like i'm not thinking of getting the car washed or something i'm not thinking of knocking something off of his list or making dinner extra special or like whatever like if there's anything i can do for him that just would make his life easier and all it's just like a constant lifelong thing um but you gotta get creative with it just like for him yeah if he did if he was just strictly saying i love you so much more than anything you are the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me every single day it's like that's great yeah. yeah it just dampens it a little bit and and not that that is ever a not good thing but it's like okay what sets me apart like what tell me mm-hmm. like fill fill a different category within words of affirmation like instead of writing me a note maybe just call me or whatever like even i i was in florida this past weekend um for my cousin's uh bridal shower yes mm-hmm. bridal shower and like we got so, so Seth and I just essentially were, was texting. We were texting and like something about texting is just so special because I don't know, to me, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, I love it. I love the different aspect of communication and words and like how, you know, obviously if we're in person, we're not going to be like, man, I just miss you so much. Oh, I love you. You know, you're just so whatever. And I'm whatever. Um, so texting, it's like different array of it's a different communication and it just was like oh my gosh it just like brought me back to when we were long distance and we're just affirming each other and it just i just felt like giddy and in love and all that kind of stuff and you almost come home on this high of like communication and you're like okay (laughs) this is real life (laughs) we don't really communicate like this in real life obviously that would be odd um so it's funny because I could tell I was like, oh, these are filling some buckets here for sure. Um, so it's funny. But. Oh, wait. Uh, no, 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 go no. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you I were. was going to jump into the challenge that we have for you no, guys, but you can go ahead. I, that's where I was going. So I guess part of the reason we had this as our topic chat, I just recently did a marriage boot camp. Um, through a church that was for men and it was just kind of like a reminder slash pump up and it wasn't a pump up it was more like a reminder and like teaching on like the importance of marriage what is marriage <clears throat> stuff like that and they each week well most weeks there was always a homework assignment and one of the homeworks was to schedule like to write out in a schedule and this was primarily towards um, words of affirmation like affirming your wife mm-hmm. and the homework was to create a schedule where you're affirming your wife of different things that she would want to be affirmed about mm-hmm. and sticking to that and and then seeing like what played out in that mm-hmm. and so secretly I've kind of done this I didn't actually make a schedule with it per se even though I had some like an idea of it mm-hmm. in my mind Ever since <clears throat> coming back from Florida as mm-hmm. just like, and just, yeah. I know we talked about that on the last podcast, but yeah, and just like the efforts of kind of like 
I don't know, coming back from a guy's trip, being reminded like, okay, like I need to continue to put work into this relationship. I'm a husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like I have children. <laughs> remind the reminder yeah. that you need to continue to put work into your relationship. Yeah. It was like a great exercise to to start doing. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy to see the effects of it. And I know there's been other things in between. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've we personally have been in a much better space than we normally are. Mm-hmm. And there's just like little things that you can tell like conflict yeah. i don't know some of those indicators like are you guys fighting as much yeah if you are fighting this is the biggest thing for me recovery if time. we do fight what is our recovery time and totally. i feel like our recovery time has been way better way quicker yeah because that i feel like when your recovery time it's, isn't good it's because because i know you, you do know though and you, that's the, it means a lot if i can like let something go and if we can like move on because that seth would love to pretend like nothing has ever happened ever and but i I'm, know that it has and it's just like yeah that's when you just gotta walk through it you just want to move I, on i i can tell that is by far hands down yeah. the biggest indicator where it's like i'm i know that i'm trying to do these things more yeah and i that is for me the fruit that I need or the affirmation that I need that this is working. Well, I think too, sorry, no, the no, last ahead, point on the recovery time, when the recovery time isn't short and when I'm like not, when we are like not as easily able to like let things go, there's usually like a way deeper issue because it's like this is just mm. building oh, on yeah. something that's already frustrating and difficult and i'm so over this and it's it's not like the little issue at hand like even last night there was something so small and dumb and it was frustrating but that was the only thing it's like there wasn't like a pile it wasn't on a pile of like man i can't stand you and you're so frustrating lately and you don't love me and you're not being this and you're not doing that it was like nope it was just that one isolated issue and when that's the case we're able to just like great okay i love you move on move on yeah sorry go ahead (laughs) Well, so that that is, in a sense, in essence, in a sense, in a sense, in a sense, in essence, either work. Well, I guess to to wrap up the podcast, I would say there's three things that we would challenge you with. One, if you haven't read the Five Love Languages book, yes, read it. Yeah, for sure. If you haven't taken it, if you've read it, or even if you haven't taken the test, go take the test. I think we took even the if test you're single, first. like. Yeah do it so you know go take the test i would highly recommend reading the book Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're you know as a couple or listening to it yeah yeah same thing when i say well i just want to emphasize because when people say read i just i forget that i can listen to a book and that just changes everything so see when i say read i am 99.9 percent talking about audible (laughs) (laughs) so praise the lord read the book if you haven't um even do it as like a as a group Couple mm-hmm. saying that's that's always kind of a yeah. good way to just spend quality time with each other. Yeah. Um. So do that. The next challenge would be pick. Well, I would say start starting with words of affirmation, mm-hmm. or you can pick one thing that like your spouse's number one love language. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Pick your spouse's no number one love language, and set a schedule. And this is where. I know we talked about like things can get monotonous. This is where I think a schedule can help and it can also hurt you. Yeah. In in both ways. It can help create a foundation. Yes, it can help you build habits. the habit. Yeah. But it can hurt you in the sense that if you continue to do those exact same habits over and over, yeah. it's gonna it'll get monotonous. Like use it as a guideline. Get get you in the right. in the zone for it, but don't like stick to it for the rest of your life, you know? But the other benefit to it, to planning though, is then if you can, and I found this for me, if I plan it out, I can actually then be in more intentional with like changing it up and, mm. and, and making sure that I'm adding variety as opposed to just the same coffee, yeah. flour, coffee, flour, or what, what do we say? Coffee note every day. Like, or flour, yeah. So I would do that. So pick your spouse's number one love language and create a schedule to intentionally sow that seed to your spouse Mm -hmm. and to do it consistently Mm -hmm. i think that that's the key 
the third challenge, and this is something that we've we've recently been talking about, knowing that each person has all five love languages and that those are buckets to be filled. What if we could sow a seed to each bucket to your spouse mm-hmm. on a daily basis? Like that's I think that's the point I would like to get to in a in mm-hmm. our relationship mm-hmm. is And again, this is all about like building the habit, but I think so often in today's culture, we're focused on hustle and bustle. I'm out here grinding. I got to go get it done. Like work, money, status, like all these other things. And something that we, you know, we're realizing as we get older, the importance of relationship Mm -hmm. And just understanding the priority of our relationship and where it fits in our life. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm I know in my mind I'm always thinking about, you know, where's the money coming from this week Mm -hmm. or what do I need to do for work? Like that is a those are consuming thoughts in my mind, not how am I loving Jackie? Am I meeting her needs? Am I filling her love cups? So like to really because that's a priority. That's yeah. I, we firmly believe that, you know, for us, our priorities go God, spouse, children, and, you know, I would say even health, health yes. physical health, work, and then work comes after that stuff. And so I think I've been challenged recently with, am Just I reflecting living, that, yeah. am I living out my priorities in my daily life? And I definitely don't most of the time. <laughs> I think you do. You're, you're doing a great job and but you so work on it that's to all that train myself to prioritize my wife more this is what i've come up with mm-hmm. to try to do this so that i build that habit of okay i'm i'm yeah i'm more consistently thinking about my wife am i loving her well am i filling her love tanks and because there's also you know there's balance to everything and it's not that she has to be even though she's my number two priority that doesn't mean that she needs, you know, the vast majority of my time in a day. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the time that I'm putting into her. Is it is it valuable, and is it, you know, is it filling your love? Yeah. Tank? Is this how it is? Yeah. And I think that even for me, like, am I elevating our children above him? Am I? Do they feel more loved and served and taken care of and tended to than than he does? If so, that's a problem. Like, I can love my kids so well while not elevating them above Seth or the Lord or my job. Like, okay, I'm so stressed. I've been, you know, struggling lately, just financially, just like never feel like you have enough and we have debt here and there. Like, that can consume my mind. And it's like, is that coming above, like, my time with the Lord or my peace or my joy or just like who I am as a wife and a mom like is that like what's taking up my thought life and I think when you talk about that like it like you don't need to spend every waking minute with me for me to be a priority but like it's also reflected in our thoughts you know like what am I idolizing what is number one on my mind and typically that's very telling as to like what your priorities are. Like, what am I thinking about most often? And cause you, you, you gotta go to work. You gotta do what you gotta do, but that doesn't mean that work has to be everything and take up your thoughts and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I will say the last thing, um, just to encourage whoever, like when it comes to love languages and figuring them out and taking action, all that kind of stuff, the whole like you know if i if i tell him that i want flowers like it just won't mean as much because as is just garbage so try to get rid of that mindset and just appreciate the fact that like number one they're never going to know you know your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or boyfriend or whatever is not going to know unless you communicate in the first place. Like you have to learn each other. There's no book that you can read. That's going to like, I can read all the relationship books in the world, but none of them are going to equate to Seth. Like those are all helpful, 
but I still need to communicate with him because he's an, a, a unique individual with unique desires and needs and wants and what he prefers and how he feels loved and all that kind of stuff. So like, it's so important to not feel like those you're just dumbing things down. If I'm like, Oh, I really like, I am so Seth knows I love coffee. I love when you bring me coffee. I love flowers. I love when you bring them it. When I shift my mindset to know that like, yeah, even though I've communicated with him that I love that, um, number one, I don't have to anymore because he knows that and he loves me and knows me. But like, it still takes effort and intentionality for him to do those things. It's not like he's just like, oh, great, got the flowers. It's like he had to pick those flowers out and stop at that, you know, flower station and pick a color and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And like to write me a little note, like he still sat down with a pen and set aside time to do that. And, it, you know, words of affirmation, it comes so naturally to me and it can still take effort. Like there's times where I'm like, man, the kids are like, destroying the kitchen but I'm sitting here writing this letter like that still takes effort and intentionality so don't feel like you know the whole schedule part that we're talking about and all that has to take away from the act of it because it will become more natural but that is the reality of like love and effort it's like mm-hmm. I am doing these things because you love them and it might not be the most natural thing to me but it still takes effort and thought So like, don't, don't, you know, don't let it, don't allow it to be less valuable because you've communicated it, you know, feel free and confident in communicating like the things that you love and don't just feel like you only got me these because I told you I liked it, you know, like appreciate it. If that makes sense. That's a great point. And I think even on the other side of that, the guys or, you know, the, the other spouse, like also being intentional with asking the question of like, hey, totally. like I know that you like gifts or yeah. you, what kind of gifts do you like? Like there is a learning process to all these things and these things are, they're not always going to be the same. So they're, it's, you know, there's a quote out there that you're a different person every 10 years because yeah. we're changing and evolving, you know, yeah. just in our knowledge and stuff like that. So like the person that you married yesterday isn't going to be the same person Mm -hmm. tomorrow and it it's a learning process i honestly think even of like sex Mm because we've talked about scheduling sex and kind of the same concept of like oh if i'm scheduling sex it's not like this intimate act as it's more of like a obligation or a duty because it's Mm -hmm. on the schedule now and that's a very valid feeling yeah um but it's like the purpose behind it mm-hmm. is to one, it's an important thing. Mm-hmm. And so you're prioritizing it. And then two, like you're even insects. It's like, okay, how can I please you? Mm-hmm. Like, like, learning, spice us up. like learning, yeah. Learning their love language within that realm. And so, and you're not always going to have to stay. I feel like a lot of these concepts are like, they start with a schedule, but mm-hmm. we, Seth and I don't write it down anymore. We used to, but we don't have to anymore because it, it's just like mentally in our minds. Like it, it doesn't have to stay in that monotonous. Yeah. It just becomes a part of your relationship and it is what it is. And you know, it, it doesn't have to feel so like, Oh man, that sounds so rigid and terrible. And like, you're only doing this because I told you, or like, you know, you don't even want to have sex with me. It's just cause you wrote it down. That honestly might be the case in the beginning that's just the way that it is but like it doesn't have to stay that way and it won't stay that way if you're consistent with it like but in order to build a habit just like working out or eating clean it's like at the beginning of course it's not super fun and that's not with scheduling sex or love languages like it was never not fun for us but it definitely felt more like maybe awkward or like a to-do or something like that but it definitely moves out of that phase and just becomes like a natural, enjoyable, free, not at all schedule feeling thing. And I think that's like the greatest misconception of like, mm-hmm. okay, write it down and you remind myself to do this and set a timer and all this kind of stuff. It's like that might be the thing necessary to help you create the habit, but it 
it'll become what's it what is it called a a duty into a delight like mm. might be a duty at first but it will then become a delight so yeah that's our challenge to you guys um and yes if you guys are tracking with this conversation how you're supposed to buy someone a gift every day that's not what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't that you, have to be a it bought have gift. To be, What's well, like that, a? But it's not. It's also like, and and that's where I think scheduling it is the best way to do it because, you know, trying to yeah, like I w- I would say trying to hit every love language every single day is a short term, mm-hmm. like and and I actually was thinking about this over Mother's Day. I really want to try to do a better job of prioritizing those moments. And I feel like I, I, I lack that quality where it's like, I'm, I'm the late person to the party for life events like mother's day. It's like the day before mother's day. And He's I'm like, like, I got to What are we doing out. for mother's day? <laughs> <laughs> I got to go run some errands. And it's just like the obvious, like, yeah. okay, like clearly Seth's going to, get something for mother's day (laughs) and so just i want to improve on that personally not to say that's bad and not to say that that does you know it was still so special there's nothing right but it's just like that's that's an area that i want to improve in so around mother's day it's just like man even even if i you know knowing that like a birthday jackie's birthday maybe i want to make her feel extra special so for the week around her birthday i'm just i don't know I'm, these are, this is fresh off the dome here, but like maybe five day or five love languages for a week. I have thirty five mm-hmm. touches. I'm mm-hmm. relating this to real estate now for marketing. Thirty five touches that yeah. I'm trying to sell Jackie that I love her so much, mm-hmm. and I'm hitting all these buckets, and it's just like I don't know. You can kind of make it love overload. Way. What happens after that week? My gosh. <sighs> well, or another idea. <laughs> is to like really hone in on one a day in a week it's five days in a week well that's that could where, be good that could be fun and that that's where i think a schedule is probably the best way to do it because if you have five love languages but one of them is priority and one is least priority they're mm-hmm. still all important but in a you know some people say it takes 21 days to build a habit a, a book that i read prove that it actually on average it's 66 days through like some extensive studies 66 days to to actually like build a habit um so let's say three months essentially Mm -hmm. or i'm sorry 66 two Two a little over two months so like if you were to do something for a little over two months then your body has become like so accustomed to doing that thing that it's now like okay this is what i normally do so, like, if you were able to plan out even two months in a calendar and prioritize, so for Jackie, words of affirmation, mm-hmm. in a week, I'm trying to hit words of affirmation for her maybe three days in a week. Yeah. And then. Like, whatever you want to start with. Yeah. And, like, let, okay, words of affirmation is priority, so that's going to have the most days. And then yeah. if, you know, acts of service is her least, then maybe I have one activity of act, acts of service in that week or in the two week span, like however you break it out. Yeah. And so charting it out kind of like that over a couple months. Like again, I'm this is just as yeah. as we're thinking about this, that seems like a very practical way of kind of coming up with a plan mm-hmm. to build this habit of okay, I'm I'm constantly thinking about how do I love Jackie and loving yeah. her well. I've I've established this system now to put it in practice mm-hmm. and I'm being proactive with it because I'm I'm putting it on the calendar and maybe I'm going as far as to say, okay, I have three acts of service this week and this is gonna be clean the dishes, this is gonna be wash the car and mm-hmm. this is gonna be you know, whatever. So like you can really be intentional with that. Yeah. Um what was I there was something I was looking up though. Oh, something I was it was a thought that I was thinking about. I don't know if I should share this. Share it. It's the idea of like habits, be, or you know, the practice of habits becoming habitual. And and I was thinking about it from mm. like an athlete's standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
and basically I said true athletes or even leaders are those who can play the game from the broadest overall perspective. That is, they can play the game so far removed from the fundamentals that their primary focus is only on that which is most important to becoming victorious. Mm. This doesn't make the fundamentals irrelevant. On the contrary, it makes them that much more important such that they have been so relevant that they are now mastered and simply second nature. Interesting. And so that as we're talking about this, I'm, that same concept applying that to like loving your wife well yeah like if we can build these habits of constantly feeding their love nature feeding their love languages to a point that it becomes like that second nature like that's that to me is the goal it's like who you are you just love Mm -hmm. your spouse so well and in all these different ways that are creative and crazy and fun and special and different and unique because you've mastered like right. what and it means to even love them in the first place and just yeah. those habits. That and makes so sense. We're in like the groundbreaking stages of, okay, I'm trying to build this habit. Yeah. But ultimately I want this just to become part of who yeah. I am and part of how I love Jackie is just because like, I know what she wants and I do these things yeah. and I don't even think about it. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. I like that. It was a good for what it's worth a good point thank you guys for listening yes thank let, you. let us know if you end up doing this i'm yeah we'll have to do a follow-up too yeah we're, absolutely again, we're we would we're do this absolutely going to in the process of it so thank you guys brush for up in. on our our love language <laughs> ourselves so yes but thank you for listening we appreciate you guys so so much as always it's so helpful when you leave a review just helps get this out there and we just appreciate every single one of you so thank you again i'm seth and i'm jackie this is never tmi and we are signing off peace out